Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I do want to talk about this other story today. The idea of charging motorists for using roads around Ireland. Um, and it's one of the options that's been looked at by Transport Infrastructure Ireland. As they say, they want to provide more reliable and better roads across the country. So is it a fair idea, like a tax on you for just using the roads? Would you support something like this if they were to maybe get rid of the tolls, we'll say, for example, instead? Um, Aidan is with us, though, on the line. I mean, Aidan, what's your view on all of this? Would you support this change? Uh, Andy, I have to say, I was driving to work this morning and I heard the article on the, on the, on the, the radio, OK? And I was really annoyed. I was really angry because we already pay road tax in this country. I mean, we pay a fee every year to use the roads. Um, we're taxed to the hills on fuel, uh, insurance, uh, maintenance, the VRT, and the, to buy the car in the first place. The contribution that the, the normal driver makes to the country is, is phenomenal. And, and I just think that it's an easy target to try and get the motors because the motors just seems to, you know, they say, oh, no, they'll suck it up, put another name on it. But we already pay road tax. So you're paying enough, Aidan? Well, we're paying a lot, for yeah. sure, yeah. Okay. I just don't see, I don't see, I mean, okay, so they bring in, somebody's mentioned this morning about electric cars, how do you tax electric cars? You mm, just well, that's the thing. Is it get a road tax for an electric car, but no, but it doesn't have to have an emissions thing, it doesn't have to have a, an engine size, it should be a car that's used on the road and you put a road tax on it. You don't have to say, well, that doesn't charge because that doesn't have emissions. So, like, it, the road tax exists um, and, and we pay it and, and I, I think the motorist, you know, you get the, the farmers go up and protest uh, with their tractors and you get truck drivers uh, slowing down. The normal Joe Soap, like me, who's driving every day for a living, okay, and, and the families that have cars as well to try and get them from A to B because public transport's a mess, okay? It doesn't work. It's broken. And then they say we should get out of our cars and they're, they're restricting our use and our, our access to, to the city and everything. It's ridiculous. The, the transport project looking at these, you know, kind of a variety of options now around the removal of all of the existing road tolls. Do you think would that make it, will it make it fairer though, Aidan, for people? Because some people, I suppose, depending on where you live, I'm just thinking maybe of the M50 in particular. Like, I mean, I've had a lot of people talking about this before who live in the north side and the additional charge. Again, look, there's, there's tolls in place for these roads that were subsidised by the EU as well, okay? And then we're saying we have to pay for them. There's tolls on bridges, etc., that should have been passed back to the public, but you've got private companies getting revenue from that as well, from the motorists, okay? I, I just don't think it's... Look, you should, you should have a, a road tax, that's it. And, and we all have a road tax, and we pay a road tax, and it should go towards the roads. If it's not enough, well, okay, so there has to be increased or whatever, but I just don't think... We're great at bringing up ideas to introduce more taxation on people, okay? You know, carbon taxes, everything. You know, we've got loads of loads of additional taxes and they just USC okay. taxes, a whole lot. And it just adds to everybody to, to the cost of living for everybody in the country, you know? Uh, Cara's on the line as well, Aidan. Um, 53106 is the number if you agree with this proposal. Like, do you think, Cara, we should remove the tolls and well, charge motorists for their road usage instead? Okay. Um, so, I'm d- no, just to... Uh for full disclosure, I don't actually drive a car myself. I'm living in Dublin. Okay. Um, and I, I, um, but I don't agree at the same time that motorists should all just be taxed more. As Aidan said, it is covered in a road tax. I do think, though, that we should be looking at um, when, like, we should obviously have improved roads, but what we do need is a more improved public transport system. You cannot, it makes no sense on any planet to tax people to improve roads um, when we're trying to incentivize people to 
use more t- public transport, which they can't do because it's so underfunded. You know, you need to give people an option because if there's people who cannot afford that from low-income families or, you know, in r- more rural areas where they do not have that access to public transport, and what, what's their option? They have no alternative. They can't, you know, choose to not pay that. They're just paying more and they're out of pocket and something else is going to give, be that food on the table or their electricity bills or what have you. So what, like, I don't understand why, like, TFI can't look at perhaps the aviation industry, and especially from an environmental perspective, like, I don't know why private decks aren't, you know, taxed more. Taking the polluter pay as opposed to the people. Well, I suppose in a way you could look at this as that, though. The people would be charged for their use. You know what I mean? Like, depending on what roads they use or how frequently they're on them, that they'd have to nearly pay more for that. Anna wants to join us as well, Cara. Uh, stay on the line too, Aidan, if you don't mind. Cara, would you support scrapping the tolls and just paying for road usage? Anna, not Cara. Oh, sorry. Apologies, Hi, Anna. Anna. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank you very much for having me. Um, uh, I think that the toll roads should absolutely be scrapped. First of all, um, they're all owned by private companies. And secondly, and I think it was in the news yesterday or the day before, we just learned that some of them don't even make enough money. Um, and so the state has to subsidize them or has to pay them, as in the case with the Navin Road. Um, apparently not enough people use it. And uh, so in the contract, it's uh, that they have to, you know, earn a certain amount of money. And if they don't earn it, then the state has to pay for it. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I was just saying that in Germany, which is the largest country in the, on the continent, there is no road tax. Like uh, only for uh, business, you know, lorries and stuff. Mm. And it doesn't matter from which country they cross Germany, um, the lorries are being taxed uh, with electronic taxes. Everybody else drive for free. So if it's possible there, why is it not possible here? And surely the M50 has been paid like million times mm. over. So I, I just well, really it don't and understand. The, it and the maintenance of it, actually, you could argue, argue, you know. Yeah, but I agree with the other two callers that, uh, you know, we're paying road tax for it. And if it's not enough, then just slightly increase the road tax. But the, the whole business with those toll roads, I, I just think... Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm really against it. Okay, just out of curiosity, um, Anna, would would these kind, you know, would would more charges, would it make you use your car less? Like, would it that entice you to use more public transport? Well, I'm I'm living in the country, and my public transport here is almost non-existent. Um, so you know, I'm. I'm I always want to use public transport, but it's really, really hard to do it. And uh, it didn't. It doesn't really matter where I lived in in Ireland. I always found that uh, public transport was really, really hard. And now they were talking about um, congestion charges in Dublin. Um, congestion charges are brought in in cities where they have really good infrastructure. Um, almost all of those, uh, no, all of them who have uh, congestion charges have subways, which mm, um, Dublin doesn't have. So yeah, so. Um, you know, it seems everybody is going about it arseways here. You know, you know. First, you have to have your really yeah. good uh, uh, public transport system, and if that's not working, and people are still coming with their cars, then have your congestion yeah. charges. But don't charge for a congestion if you can't offer something beforehand. Yeah. And the whole argument that everybody can come to work on a bike—that 
is just not true. There is so many people who cannot come mm. uh, on a bike because of age or, or disability or whatnot, or because they, you know, live around the airport and they work in the city center. Um, you can't really ask okay. somebody in every weather to drive, uh, you know, for hours to come into into town. Yeah, no, you make a fair point for sure. It's an, uh, and you, you make it so poetically as well, Anna. Cara, you, you talked about <laughs> the, um, you talked about uh, using public transport and, and you don't, you don't drive, but you, or you don't have a car, but you rely on public transport. Like, is Anna right about that? You know, we're, like we're, the public transport oh, no. system, is it satisfactory in your opinion? It's only, it's only just about satisfactory in Dublin. Like I, I live, in Dublin, and that's why I don't have a car because I might pay an extortionate mm. rent for a room in Dublin. But I cycle in now. In saying that, when I I cycle in and out of work most of the time, um, and I do be flying by like rows of cars, um, so they are. It is definitely making driving into town way harder, and you do get into town way faster via public transport, which is good. When mm. you're going from east to west, it's not as useful, but like. Like, as Anna was saying, there's such a lack of imagination when it comes to the government bodies and uh, when when it comes to kind of, like, thinking of ways around this. Like, their only kind of cure for things so far are to increase taxes for different things and then put that money, you know, give that money to some private company to 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 make something new happen. Like, there's not really much imagination or looking at what works elsewhere. You know, and just understanding that if we had a reliable, well-funded bus service where we paid drivers, you know, like there's a shortage of drivers right now. There isn't a shortage of drivers. There's just a shortage of people willing to work low-paid jobs. Okay. You know, if 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 these companies actually fronted like proper packages where people are looked after with their health insurance or whatever, and they they That's knew that they were going yeah. to be minded in the companies they work in, we okay. wouldn't have a shortage of drivers. We'd have a better transport system. Like it's just. It's just a lack of imagination, in my own opinion. All right, yeah, no, fair point. Aidan, um, is public transport an option where you are? Um, no, not, not, not from the, 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 the routes that I travel, okay, to, from, from, you know, to Stilorgan, over to Tala or whatever. You know, you, you're going into town and back out again. And, you know, I've got friends as well that come up from the country. They fly up on the train, but then they have to get a bus through to, to, to Stilorgan from, from uh, Houston Station. And the buses don't come, you know. They're there waiting for a bus. And you've all heard these stories of the phantom buses. But it, from a point of view of, of going in and out of town, the Strogan route is good. I have to say, the, the 46A, whatever, you know. Yeah. So well, like well if, you can't, if you can't rely on the public transport system in the capital city of the country, should we have to hope? Like if you can't rely on it here, how can you expect no. anyone else in any other county to, to have a good service, um, a good public public transport service? I have a text in from a listener who says, I think there should be a fair tolling system in place for our major roads, like in some other European countries, also similar to the Lewis, tag on and tag off. I, I much have to say, as a bus user, I'm a Dublin bus user, I like the Lewis tag on tag off system uh, this texture says you pay the ro- the toll and the road charge when you enter any motorway and then you get money back onto your tag when you exit this way you're paying for what you use and it includes electric vehicles it also means all road users pay for something rather than just being fortunate to live on the right side of the toll Elaine is with us as well um, Elaine would you support this suggestion this proposal to maybe look at the removal of road tolls and see the introduction well, of road usage charges? It depends on the objective of it. I mean, we need roads in the country and so I think that some of it has to be paid through general taxation because I don't think we could function as an economy unless we had roads. But if it's being proposed in order to encourage people to drive less, 
then you have to match the payment structure to that. So it's based on usage. And I would be, I like the idea of everybody having a minimum amount of usage of anything, you know, like water or energy, whatever. And so for people who use above and beyond that, they're still able to do it, but maybe they pay for the privilege with the caveat that they have alternatives. And I think the previous speakers have pointed to the fact that for a lot of people, there aren't alternatives. Um, I mean, I myself and stood bus stop for 45 minutes waiting for a bus that should have been there and that the app told me was there but just didn't appear. So I think it does depend on the objective of it. Uh, we have to pay for our roads. We use private public partnerships in order to get mm. bridges and roads built when we didn't have the, the, the free money. But, you know, and I think if people are being paid over the odds while well, those roads and those bridges have been paid for, then that's because the contract was badly configured in the early days. And unfortunately, it's very hard to fix that retrospectively. So I would, it, we should do whatever delivers the best value for citizens. First off, there should be some general taxation that pays for roads that we need. And if we're encouraging people then out of cars, offer the alternative and then for those who really want to drive their own cars then they have to pay for their privilege if there are alternatives. That would be my approach. Okay. There's a text in here from a listener who says, I'm German and the roads in Germany are in in, a, in shambles in regards to motorways and bridges. The fact that private drivers don't pay road tax isn't a good thing. Um, I think, according to this listener. Anna, you mentioned Germany and the, the road motorway network there. Like, I mean, like, what's the state of the, the road system or the road network? Well, it's true at the moment, everything is being repaired over there. Um, you, you will come across a lot of, um, uh, you know, a lot of uh, hindrances uh, on, on the motorway because they are being repaired. But, uh, I mean, the Germans are paying for it with their uh, motor tax as well. So, um, you know, the fact that they are in shambles at the moment, um, as your texter says, uh, has to do with, you know, that they're pretty old now and they're all kind of falling apart. And also that um, there was a lot of problems with bridges. Um, They were not being built properly. And, yeah, so there is a lot of repair work going on. But it is being paid uh, with, you know, the motor tax. So, um, yeah. Perhaps um, in, in, in increase that. I mean, like, just Aidan on that point that um, Elaine mentioned there, I don't know, Aidan, if you're still still with us, like, a lot of the textures seem to be in favour of um, scrapping toll charges and having some sort of an additional fee, even if it is just through some form of increase on the motor tax. Well, that, that's my point. My point is we're paying a road tax. So, like, you know, make that road tax pay for the, the roads. Like, but, you know, by, by all means, the, the motorist is the easy target here, you know. Um, that's, that's my point, that the, the easy target, okay. Road tax exists, and if they bring it down from 500 to 150 and then say we're not getting enough for the roads, well, then that's, you know, there's something wrong there. They must price in such a way or cost it in such a way as it actually makes a contribution that pays for the roads. Text in from another listener who says there's actually a very simple solution to this. Just remove the tax remove the tolls and increase the tax on fuel that everybody pays. 
What about the electric cars? If you're a visitor or a resident and a business who use the motorway, for instance, on a regular basis, you can claim the tax back. So you're really only taxing the private car user. That's from Andrew, who says he's on the M50 and about to pay a toll. Another texter says, as a motorist, I fully support the proposal to charge motorists per use. It's the only way to encourage the use of public transport and to fund it. Ideally, though, public transport would be free. Like, I'm happy to pay for the public transport as long as it works you know, and the bus shows up and I've talked about the phantom bus before. Like, I mean, I don't know, will we, will we ever get to a stage that we'd have free public transport? You need to be able to rely on it in the first place. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Yeah, we're talking about this new transport project that's well looking at a range of options around the removal of all existing road tolls or even the introduction of possibly charging you, the motorist, the car owners, for using roads throughout the National Road Network. And I've been asking you to get in touch and plenty of you have been doing that. 53106 is the text number. Tony is with us on the line in Dundalk. Tony, would you support this? I wouldn't, definitely not. Because... Uh, now, I, I'm elderly and um, I can remember back, you know, when they started fiddling around with tax before. Sometime in the early 80s, um, there was a, the, 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 the reduced or the, the, they took the road tax completely off the cars and they put it on VAT. I think it was 2.5% to put on VAT. And then um, in 1997, they put the road tax back on and and they allowed it to be paid to the councils so uh, they could fund the water schemes. So um, as far as I'm concerned, we're actually paying for it now through our VAT and our taxes. Yeah, your road tax. And funny, so, that's a point yeah. that's made by, by a, a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, I suppo- but, you know, why, you know, why do they do they have these... You know, they're, they're sleight of hand movements to, to make, you know, and and uh, then to put a, another charge on. Like, how many times do you want to be charged for the one thing, you know? Right, OK. Jason is with us too, Tony. Um, Jason, well, would you pay more road tax to get rid of the tolls? Um, I currently think we pay enough tax on vehicles as it is. Um, so basically, every car purchased in Ireland is on average 30% more expensive than England. So we have a 30% VRT charge, which is a tax effectively on every single vehicle that's purchased through a dealership. So I think the way it should be done, if they're going to keep the VRT there, is scrap road tax altogether on cars and pay a smaller rate per kilometre as they do in countries like New Zealand or Australia. And how would you pay that? Should we have, like we'll have to pay for the roads some way in the maintenance of them. Well, for example, I think they're well covered on VRT. So I brought in a car from the UK six months ago, roughly. That car cost me under 17000 I got a VRT bill from the revenue of 38000 on that car. Now, if that's not well covering the damage that car is going to do to the road, right. I don't know what will. Texter here says my daughter works in a major Dublin hospital um, one hour or 15 minutes in the car to get there for 10 to 8 in the morning if she's to get the bus or the Lewis it'll be two and a half to three hours that's the journey 
time if she's to rely on public transport. Breda has texted in to say motor tax doesn't go towards the roads, it goes towards the central local government fund. I used to, to work in, uh, in, a ta- in a tax office. Like, it, it, well, that's, that's a fair point though, Jason, isn't it? You know, the money going to central government. Oh, it does. Very little of it goes to the roads, as far as I can see. Like, if you go to rural parts of Ireland where roads are being abandoned, these people are paying the very same tax at the moment, but it, it tends to be in built-up areas that the roads are only getting sort of serviced by the council. So I would think the tax intake from vehicles at the moment is way in excess of what they're actually spending on roads. Listener says, can you please use the correct term? It's motor tax, not road tax. It's a common misunderstanding of many motorists. Thanks for the clarity. Another listener says, in in most European cities, they use tolls as a deterrent to reduce the traffic in city centres. But all of these options only work and are fair if there's a decent public transport system. I see another listener here on Twitter says, congestion charges don't reduce pollution. They reduce congestion and just simply improve the flow. Jonathan is on the line. Jonathan, are you in favour of um, this proposal, maybe potentially scrapping tolls and looking at charges for usage instead? Good afternoon. Uh, No, I'm not. And I think it's a lot of nonsense, all this um, effort of introducing, well, proposal to introduce congestion charges. We need to sort out the public transportation system first. These people who propose these congestion charges... They'll start quoting about Germany or Luxembourg or France. All these countries have fantastic underground systems. We have a pathetic bus system. We don't even have a 24-hour bus system. We don't even have a 24-hour loose. And are you in Dublin, and these, Jonathan, or where are you? Am I, I'm in Dublin, You're yeah. in Dublin. So, so you, you have the best offering, though? I have, yeah. But at the same time, um, I have people, friends and, and family, who have to commute by car and they live outside Dublin. And if they were to get a bus, it would take them about two and a half hours. I mean, that's just not feasible. It's like, it's all nonsense talking about congestion charges and removing motor taxes from all... Con- mm. Sort out the public transportation mm. system throughout the country. We don't even have a train service up to Donegal. I'm sure I sake. know all about it. <laughs> you know, it's pathetic. And until people start to cop on to themselves, at the moment, people need their cars and people must have cars. And that's it. Yeah. I'm kind of inclined they to agree with you, Jonathan. Bikes. But they all want us on bikes. This is the nonsensical thing about it. They want us on bikes, for goodness sake. Uh, listener here, Danny, got in touch to say as a user of the M1 and the M50 every single morning coming from the north, I'm disgusted by uh, any talk around new charges. It's the busiest road in the country and it wasn't built big enough. The M50 isn't big big enough at a, to start um, and they can't do anything about it. Every morning I'm stuck in traffic and that's if there's no accident, according to Danny. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.